I'm Lindsay Curtis, and this is Her Return, a podcast devoted to women making the journey of returning home to their divinely human, feminine essence. Each episode is an opening up of a real-life topic with experiential techniques and tools to support you on your journey home. Hello, beautiful. Today, we're going to open up all about desire. Hmm, desire. What is desire? Hmm, that is the question of the moment. And if you stick around until the end of this episode, I will lead you through an exercise, a moment of connection into yourself and into really rekindling the deep, deep inner connection of desire. So if you want an experience, if you want an exercise to practice on your own to connect with desire, stay until the end. Mm, Desire, following desire, being intimate with desire. These are the questions that lead my life. And it's often the foundation of what I work with women through one-on-one sessions, womb activations, and through my courses, is how can we get into greater intimacy with desire and that secret desire that you know your soul and your womb is really calling you towards, but perhaps your conditioning, your trauma, your life experiences have made you jaded to that desire and have you thinking that you can't have it or... Maybe that even the desire isn't even worthy of your attention. When indeed following that desire could lead you to the greatest joy, bliss, and embodiment than ignoring it. (laughs) So desire. What is desire? Well, for me, when I say the word desire, immediately what is evoked? (sighs) Desire. It's a sense of longing. It's a sense of... Mm, almost reaching towards something, reaching towards my future self that is already experiencing something that I know is completely possible for me on a deep level. Maybe my conscious or there is subconscious programming or consciously, maybe I think that I can't have it, but somewhere deep, deep, deep within my subconscious, it's there that I know it's mine. And so there's a longing, there's a kind of calling me forward into the act of creation, into life itself. Mm. Yeah, that's really what it feels like for me. It feels like this movement forward where I'm being called to play and to co-create with life based on my desire. And often desire is super simple. When we say the word desire, immediately I think there's such a sexual connotation that desire means to be sexual. And yes, that's a part of desire, and it's a very, very important aspect of desire, definitely. But we need to remember what our sexual energy actually is, and our sexual energy is potent life force creative energy. And so to be intimate with desire is to be intimate with my creative force. And that's really what sexuality is all about. Being sexually alive and awakened has so much to do with really embodying our innate creativity and using that to nourish ourselves and 
the earth and the world around us, right? But often also desire is really so simple. For example, I can have the desire to be loved. I can have the desire to feel safe. I can have the desire to be heard. And we can often think, can actually really feel in our bodies when we listen to ourselves, <laughs> um, thinking or talking about what it is we want. We could say like, oh, we want um, the new, we want a new fancy car. And, and just that could be completely a, a real organic desire. That could be very much a, a wonderful desire coming from your deep self. But it's important to notice where it comes from in your body. And as I just said that, I can feel the energy actually up in my head. And it's not at all connected to my, my heart or my womb, but it's an idea that came in from the outside because I think that would be cool. <laughs> um, but maybe it's not my organic expression at this moment in time. So when I claim a desire such as like, I desire to feel deeply embodied and intimate with desire itself. As I say that, I actually feel an activation in my pelvis. I feel a grounding through my yoni, through my, through my womb and my vagina, and I feel a deep earth connection. So that right there shows me, okay, what is maybe an organic desire and what is a desire that's coming from the outside world, coming from maybe something I think I should want. So the body knows, the body always knows. The number one resource for knowing, is this really my, my true desire, is your body. <laughs> and your body has languages, you know, your body speaks all the time through your feeling sensations and through your dreaming. And also through, through your night dreams and your daydreams and your awakening images and the sensations around that. Body is always going to show you through feeling expanded or through feeling contracted what is in true alignment. We have this amazing body temple. She just wants to guide us into really living in the greatest alignment and fullest expression possible for us. <laughs> um, yeah, so let's just listen to body. Listen to body about desire. And so how do we get into greater intimacy with desire? Well, we often need to get into way greater intimacy with our feelings and our emotions first. Because if I have a lot of emotion that has been unprocessed, this is a lot of energy that is spinning inside of me and it's taking my attention actually away from connecting with my deep desire that is underneath it, perhaps. So we need to get intimate with what it is we're feeling in life, how we feel about what we feel, and let these feelings and emotions express through us in order to become clearer and more connected with desire. And there are different levels of desire. There are certainly desires that I feel inside of my heart and desires that I feel inside of my womb, and they have different quality sensations. Um, but I don't want to go too deeply into that because I don't want to get you stuck on a concept. This is really about lived experience and embodiment. And a great, great way is to begin to connect more deeply with your womb, whatever 
that means at this current time for you? Do you ever think about your womb? Do you ever place your hands on your womb and breathe with your womb? A really wonderful uh, part of my work is womb activation sessions where we begin this, this connection or we deepen this connection and we further this connection of the womb because the womb is an organic center of creation within our body that it's like a portal it can connect us it does connect us to the divine and deeply into the earth and it's literally what brings humans into life which is the most mind-boggling creative process there is out there the womb is a portal for the ethereal to become material and so we can use this energy for actually creating life and for all of our creations and when we get more deeply connected to the womb we actually begin to get deep more deeply connected to desire to courting desire to following desire and to knowing desire beyond the mind beyond a concept but actually as an embodied experience so if you're interested in and getting some catalytic energy and dream work um, let's talk about scheduling a womb activation session and what I want to bring in so yeah in the last episode episode number 27 I was talking a lot about the creativity and I wanted to share with you a story about desire and about a recent experience that I've had with it and so now is the time for that story <laughs> So I recently gave birth in November and it was my first birth, first child, and it was the most incredible life shattering and altering and transformative experience I've ever had. Um, maybe I'll eventually share my birth story here with you on the podcast, but now is not the time for that. Um, but birth itself is amazing. It's it's everything. It in, it includes all of the emotions, sensations, and experiences possible. And after that, because birth itself is a huge womb activation, right? Or literally, the womb is going through the most um, intense experience of life to give this human being that has been created inside of a human body to the outer world okay so it's the greatest womb activation possible is to give birth and after birth because I've been on a long journey of courting desire and birth itself is the greatest womb activation possible I was intimately 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 attuned to the energy of desire more so than ever before in my life and I really gave myself 100% permission to follow desire. So what did that really, what does that really mean? Mm. What that means for me is that, like, for example, in regards to uh, going back to work, I decided 100% even before giving birth that I was going to listen to desire and I was going to just when I felt like starting to work again, that's when I would start to work, which I did. And it's so beautiful. And that uh, when I decided that I wanted to see certain people, that's when we would see them, that we weren't going to just open up our door, for example, right after birth and invite people over, but that it was going to be this organically 
led desire that we would open our door and invite people to meet our baby. So these are certain things that I had already kind of put in place before birth. And then after birth, actually following desire was so simple for me. It was so simple for me. And this is something that I so deeply desire for all women to be able to experience is the simplicity that it really is to follow this innate desire and to follow the primal energy that is desire. Because desire is very, very primal and simple and it's there. It's there. It's it's known. It knows itself. And, and we, if we let that express, and we let that express more in the world comfortably, oh my goodness, our world would change so quickly. <laughs> okay, but I could go on more about that, but I'll get back to the story. So um, yeah, one of the parts of, of following desire that was confronting for me was really following desire in regards to um, letting and um sharing i guess sharing um my baby with other people and letting other people hold him so we must understand that i had also i had a, a home birth and i birthed in my bedroom uh, on the floor and on a mattress on the floor and it was a really incredible experience so i also you know i wasn't in a hospital and i was able to say like no i don't want my baby to be measured or, or weighed just after birth. He didn't leave my arms uh, actually for about 12 hours um, after birth. So I had a certain experience, which, you know, I totally understand that's not available to everyone and, and birthing, you know, we birth where we feel safest and how we feel safest. And that's the most important thing above all else. Uh, which, if you want to know more about birth preparation, there is a really great episode actually on the podcast with Nisha about primal birthing, and it's episode number 20. So I'll leave a link uh, below about that. It's it's a really interesting episode. Anyway, so my personal experience, this is what happened, and so my baby was in my arms for a very long time after birth, nobody touched him, and then from there, it was it was super interesting because we didn't have any visitors for the first week after birth, and I had no desire to see anybody else, really, until I did, and I, I organically had the desire of, like, okay, like, let's invite... Uh, my partner's mother over for a minute and let's invite his sister over and let's invite this friend and that friend and you know the friends that I consider to be my family anyway and following that was just super relaxing my whole body felt so relaxed and being like okay I'm ready to open my door to this and then when I've had enough of that person I felt very comfortable also to say okay we're done visiting thank you goodbye <laughs> um, but where I felt confronted, I'd say, is listening to my desire in, in not um, actually handing baby Zaya over to other people to be held, which is generally the custom. Like you have a baby and, and people come to visit and you hand the baby over to, to be held. But I was so intimately connected with him and with my innate desire that that didn't at all feel aligned for me for a while, for a few weeks he was um, like two, two and a half weeks 
maybe before he went to someone else's arms other than my partner. My partner held him the first day. Um, but it was it was very interesting to to pay attention to this desire and to continually follow that desire. So the first time he, he was held by someone else, it didn't mean that from then on I was just handing him over all the time if the other person wanted to hold him. So this, this is where it was confronting as well. It was confronting, I think, a lot for um, our close family members and and also for myself to give myself even more permission to continue to follow desire, even if I felt their desires and I felt their expectations. Um, but for me, what was most important was following mine because it was my child and my well-being was very much attached to following my innate desire as well. So that trumps all. Um, but it can be very easy to go into people-pleasing, right? Which often takes us away from our desire because we want to keep the harmony and we want to keep the, um, yeah, the peace of the place and we see other people's desires and so we, we curve ours for them or we want to seek their validation and so we follow theirs instead of our own. But it was a wonderful experience of me to stay so intimately linked to my internal motivation and my internal desire that I just kept following it. And because it was just post-birth and, and also had this incredible permission for myself, to myself, it was quite easy. And at some point I realized actually that this um, following of the desire, what it was actually doing was giving the greatest amount of safety to my child and, and I was paying so close attention to him and that was what was leading my desire. And so when someone was over, if he was tired, no, he was just going to stay in my arms and go to sleep. Or if he needed comfort, I was going, I, I wanted to be the one to comfort him. So I did. And, um, and it's, given him so much space to be embodied himself and to then organically follow his desire. So within like a few weeks of this, I was able to know and feel the internal signs of when he wanted to go to someone else. And and it gave me so much joy to share him with other people at that point. And even for the moments, because sometimes it would be just a moment and then I would feel that he wanted to come back. So I would gracefully taken back or not <laughs> I remember actually the first time that I um bless her the first time I had Jean's mom hold Isaiah I literally clapped my hands and said and said like okay give him back or something it was but it was my body's organic expression of okay that was enough and so I followed that desire until it's gotten more and more fluid of this movement and in following his desire and now everybody can actually follow his signs because he's a lot more expressive right he's almost five months old and and he very clearly is moving his body now and showing when and where he wants to go so it's become so much easier for everyone around me to realize the following of his desire but it took a lot of permission to myself to to follow that really deep connection of my womb space and and of this primal mothering that was activated within me to follow it. So it, it had me thinking so much about desire and and how, especially as women, we push our desires away in order to please others or we curve our desires in order to seek 
external validation instead of being intimately aligned with our own primal needs, knowing that desire is very often very basic need based, this need of expression that's coming through us. And yeah, it's my greatest wish and desire that we're all able to connect in greater to the womb and the womb space. Even if you don't have a womb, you have the energetic imprints of your womb space where desire is so deeply held. And how would your life be different if you gave yourself that permission to lead from that space? Like, what would it be like? Only your higher self and and the divine itself could know completely what is possible for you. But 100%, I know it's much more than what you're living. So, like, yes, I so deeply want you to just have even more internal motivation to be more internally referenced and give yourself greater, greater permission to follow desire. Mm. And I absolutely love throughout the sensual explorations, one of my signature courses, throughout sensual explorations, we really go into becoming more connected to our senses and going a bit deeper into setting the foundation to get intimate with desire. Because if we've lived life for, you know, 20, 30 years, 30, 40 years, 50 years, 60 years without connecting with desire, it's going to take time. A bit of time to really imp, like build the foundation right to get to desire and so having lots of grace and patience with yourself wherever you are in your desire courting journey uh, but committing to it committing to getting more and more intimate with desire and allowing that to change your life mm. all right so you stayed with me now for over 20 minutes congratulations i'm gonna <laughs> give you uh, a cookie no just kidding see i hope you didn't stay just because there is the external motivation for receiving an exercise at the end but i hope you listened because you are internally motivated to do so <laughs> oh see what i did there all right now i would love to just guide us through a moment of connection so if you're ready, if you're available, go ahead and close your eyes. If you're not, just pause this and come back to it at another time. But I'll invite you to close your eyes. And taking a few breaths, just noticing your breath, noticing the quality of it. As you exhale, bring your awareness down into your chest, into your heart. And watching your breath here. Allowing your breath to find its own rhythm. And as you exhale, going down further, down, down, down into your belly, all the way down into your womb. And watching your breath here. Allowing your breath to find its own rhythm.
And as you exhale, spread your awareness into your whole body, taking up all the space within you and your whole body. And as you exhale, you're gonna ask your body, where is desire? So your attention will be brought to a place, maybe there'll be an image, a sound, a sensation, or a feeling, and really feel and go to a physical place within your body. Notice where that is, it can be anywhere. And you're gonna go there and you're going to ask, what is the desire? Okay, so as you hear that, as you hear your desire from the space in your body, exhaling deeply and feel. Are you able to give yourself permission to live this desire? If it's a yes, breathe into it, breathe into this desire. Let it be known to you. Let it expand, let it express. Notice the images, the sensations coming. And if it's a no, if you don't have permission yet to live this desire, just noticing that, thanking, thanking your body for letting you know that and sticking with the desire for a moment, noticing what other information can you receive from it. What would you need in order to give yourself permission to live it? Do you need more safety? Do you need more space? What would it take to let this desire take up even more space? And as you exhale, opening your eyes. So I invite you to take out your journal and journal a bit more about this, especially if you got to know. Journal more about what would it take in order to let this desire be even more present here in your life today. And if you got a yes, then celebrate that desire. Move it through your body. Welcome it more. And if you want more support, if you're ready to go into deeper, deeper closeness with your desire, then head over to my website and set us up a moment to discuss whether you have a free uh, consultation, 30-minute session, or you want to dive right into a womb activation session where we can go into your desire. It would be my absolute pleasure to support you. Ah. <sighs> So there we go. There we have it. We have it. The longing, connecting to the simplicity of desire. And I wish you so much goodness and a life rich and richly led from desire. <laughs> I'm Lindsay Curtis, and thank you for listening to Her Return the Podcast. If you've enjoyed today's exploration into desire, subscribe and review this podcast wherever you are listening. And if you know a beautiful sister that could be uplifted or inspired by anything you heard today, go ahead and send this episode directly to her. 
If you're ready to dive deeper into your own creative desire, then do head over to my website at www.herreturn.com to see how we may open up some greater space together. Until next time, may you return home to yourself today.